Hi, everyone. This is Headcase Podcast. I am Stephanie, and I'm here with Elizabeth Tripp. She's the founder of uh, the company Nourish the Soul. Yes, Stephanie, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming on. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm looking forward to speaking with you. Me too. I cannot wait to share my insights and wisdom with all of your listeners. Oh, I can't. They're going to be so excited. So tell tell us exactly what it is that you do and your business. Sure, sure. So I am at uh, really the core of what I do, a light worker and energy healer and transformational coach. So meaning that people come to me, they come to my practice looking to shift their perspective on their life or a life issue that they're going through and they come wanting or seeking an answer or okay. a solution for a different way of living. Interesting. Yeah. That it, seems like it would be difficult <laughs> to give that advice. <laughs> People find that my work is actually very easy. Really? Yeah. I, I have this very beautiful and innovative and really gentle approach that allows for people to really see the root of what's imbalancing them. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And the cool thing about that is, you know, I come from this perspective Mm -hmm. that everybody's in their own headspace. Yeah. Right. There's 8 million people in New York City and we're all thinking <laughs> different things, right? Yeah. And and we're all sort of, you know, having these dialogues inside of our minds and the funny thing is is that we always think the problem is outside of ourselves. Yeah. But what I really believe <laughs> is that our issues or problems are inside our headspace. It's very true. And inside that headspace is actually, it's not a bad thing, not anything you want to get blame or feel sad or upset about, but simply opportunities to learn life lessons. True. Okay. I believe inside our headspace, the things we're thinking, the things we're feeling are opportunities to learn more deeply about ourselves. Yeah, and really grow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, really, really, really gentle approach to allow people to see that. Yeah. Because sometimes people's, you know, way of thinking can be either very limiting or, you know, very big or scary or calm. Yeah. It really depends on what's going on on the inside. Right. Because there's so many layers to people too. It's much more, there's much more going on underneath the surface than people are showing. Absolutely. Right. And the, the cool thing about it, you know, something that I also integrate into this and why I call myself a light worker is because, you know, let me ask you this before I actually talk about it. Okay. Do you have, Stephanie, you know, any 
belief or, you know, sort of curiosity that there could be something greater than ourselves guiding us. Oh, absolutely. Yeah? Yeah, all the time. I love that. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. I definitely believe that there's something in the universe and karma and there is a reason that we're here and reason that we make decisions every day and that that those decisions lead us in a certain direction. So I definitely, definitely believe that. I love that. So I actually integrate the idea that there is a greater source that's guiding us in our life, a spirituality to our existence, mm -hmm. and that what we're experiencing in our headspace, what we're currently thinking and feeling, and the life issues that we're experiencing, they're occurring for a reason. And the beautiful thing that I'm able to do with my clients and people who come to seek my services is allow them to see more deeply who they are okay. and what kind of life they want to create for themselves. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So what got you into this business? <laughs> how, how did this all come to be? <laughs> that is such a great question. It's really, really a good question. And it kind of allows for me to sort of segue into, you know, my own history. Yeah. Because I know I'm reaching an audience with you who are, you know, struggling with anxiety. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And who have like depression, they're feeling stuck and they're yes. worried and they're always, you know, building something for the future and outside of the present. Absolutely. Oh, well, let me tell you. <laughs> That's how I used to be. Really? Because you have the calmest manner about you. <laughs> it's very soothing to speak to you and hear your voice. So I can't even imagine that you being anxious. So I'm very curious to find out. Yeah. So my anxiety, you know, uh, was so big. Mm -hmm. it, it had gotten so beyond myself. Right. Because... Let me just shift you and all your listeners in understanding anxiety as I get into this story. Anxiety in my perspective is a fear. Yeah. It's a fear that we feel. And where does it come from? Well, something happened to us mm -hmm. that we didn't know how to deal with. Yeah. We didn't know how to process it. We didn't know how to talk about it. And so we actually held it inside mm -hmm. and it, and it created a fear for us. Yeah. And sometimes these things can be very little or they can be really big and traumatic. Right. So it's individual for every person. And so thinking about that, I'll share with you my background. Okay. And where I had experienced just oh, so much anxiety. And it really, you know, began when I was the age of probably... 
four or five Mm -hmm. and I'm just starting to notice my environment and, you know, I'm a very sensitive child. Mm -hmm. I, I could feel things. I could sense stuff. I was, you know, communicating and, and hearing things that, you know, the average person probably wasn't seeing and hearing and experiencing. Especially for your age. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I had a lot of imaginary friends Mm -hmm. and, my family, I'm one of four okay. and my parents were pretty young when they got married. And so my mom had four of us within eight years and they were blue collar, had to work a lot to right. make ends meet. And there was a lot of fighting in my house. Mm-hmm. Just two young parents stressed out, right. needing to put food on the table, dress four kids, get them to school, get them to after school, mm-hmm. have them fit in with the Joneses. Yeah. And so there was a lot of loud noise at home. And and I can remember just hearing all that fighting my dad breaking dishes or Mm -hmm. my mom crying or my brothers fighting with each other. And I had no idea what to do with all that fighting, with all that loud noise. And so what I found was food. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. You know, I, I found food as a comfort. Yeah. And, and, and as a little girl, I started to actually comfort myself with food. Yeah. And it was really in that sense that I started to look outside myself for a solution for the way I was feeling. Right. And instead of really helping me, it actually made it bigger. Of course. Yeah. It got so big. And by the time I was 11 or 12, my waistline was bigger. Right. I was heavier. I was overweight. And so I started to actually pack on pounds as a result. Right. And I really started to hate myself. Yeah. Imagine that. 12, 13, 14 years old. And already body shaming yourself. Body shaming, feeling so embarrassed about myself, and the anxiety growing bigger and bigger. And so I started to go and oscillate between stuffing in and and trying to push down how I was feeling to later on in high school, starving. Yeah. Trying to escape the pain. And boy, you know, I I lost lots of weight really quickly. You know, I went from being overweight to just braille thin. Mm -hmm. And guess what? The anxiety never went away. Yeah. It affected so many parts of my life. It got to the point where I just felt so overwhelmed, so insecure such a lack of confidence in myself, no matter if I was a size four or six or if I had been that size 12. Yeah. And so how did this change? Well, you know, I met a coach four years ago in 2015. 
a light body healer, he called himself. And he had just this beautiful way of working with me. And he helped me get to the bottom of what I was, you know, my anxiety, the real roots of what was going on. He helped me see where it came from. Mm -hmm. And he cleared it together. We cleared it out of my body. Interesting. And now, you know, I'm sitting across from you. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't feel better. Yeah. Totally I, different person. I, I feel so good inside. So calm. So relaxed. Yeah. And I love who I am. So what made you seek this healer or find them? Like what led you in that direction? Because a lot of people would maybe assume that all of that was just yeah phony and that it doesn't work or it's a gimmick so what actually led you to that point well I got to that point where I like I said I really hated myself and um I was in a very very uh stressful and um really destructive relationship it was um an on and off situation Mm -hmm. for four years and we had broken up and gotten back together so many times mm-hmm. and I felt so low yeah. and so exhausted and so tired yeah. that I remember going to bed one night and feeling this deep pit inside my stomach and I thought to myself, I wonder how long I can live this way. Yeah. And I knew if I was having thoughts like that and they were real for me, Mm -hmm. that my headspace that I was in was really dark. Yeah. Because I was contemplating actually ways that I didn't have to be engaged in life. Absolutely. Thinking about an escape and and really ending things for myself Mm -hmm. and it just so happened a friend said hey you know I know you've got a lot going on and you know I I can tell you you look really kind of you know not well right um you're tired you got wrinkles you're you're not dressing yourself the way you used to right you know and just really wearing on your wearing on me and everything (laughs) yeah so so um I took the leap I took the leap because I honestly didn't think that, uh, what, what was I going to lose? Right. And you almost didn't have a choice. It was sort of almost a life or death situation. It was. And, and I had had a curiosity about spirituality Mm -hmm. because being that young empath and being able to communicate and see and hear, you know, so I have this beautiful added gift to be able to see spirit and communicate with it and, um, be a channel for it. And that was present for me at a young age. And so I integrate that in my practice as an added sort of integration to working with people and helping them get to the root. So when I met someone who similarly, you know, was doing that and I, you know, heard it, you know, it was like, oh, he might understand me, you know? Yeah. Because part of what I felt was scared about what I was able to experience. Right. And kind of being judged for that too. Exactly. 
That's kind of hard to fathom. Exactly. So a lot of what happened was that judgment and fear and and a lot of, you know, anxiety built around that. Yeah. Because really what, what anxiety really is, 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 is just fear and, and how big can it get? Right. Well, both me and you know, anxiety can get so big. Crippling. So big that you, you can't even get out of your house. Absolutely. And and the thing is that people, they try to find things to comfort themselves with it. Yeah. So we hear people like me in the story, food. Right. We also hear alcohol. We also see their, you know, sex. We see drugs. Mm -hmm. We see then medication. Absolutely. And in my practice, there's nothing wrong with any of those things. Mm -hmm. Except that they are just pushing that anxiety down farther. Right. Just masking it. Right. Yeah. Rather than really letting it out. Yeah. And being that you had this anxiety at such a young age, it's interesting. It's, it's, you didn't have an outlet or a way to cope because you were so young and it's kind of hard for even a parent to fathom oh, you have anxiety, you're four or five years old. How is that even possible? Exactly. And it really sounds like you almost have this power that you had, you didn't know how to hone. Yep. And it caused even more anxiety in you until you got it under control and almost used it for good. Exactly. Really, really well said. Um, And because that's the truth of it. Yeah. Is that as I unfolded, you know, what the roots were to my imbalances, why I felt so fearful about life and so scared and so, you know, uh, not confident and just really powerless in a lot of different situations romantically, you know, Career-wise, before, right. before I started this business, I uh, I worked as a traditional nutritionist at Mount Sinai, and I had the daytime job, and then yeah. I had a nighttime job, and then I had a weekend job. Right. I worked three jobs. Just really hustling. Oh, I thought I had to work so hard to make my life work. Yeah. And, and now, you know, I have this beautiful, thriving business that just effortlessly sort of begins and, and, and manifests on its own. Yeah. You know, it just, it just is spreading. Yeah. So it's almost because you found exactly what you were supposed to do and it's like you, you captured your own light Yeah, and honed it in such a way and, and directed it in the, the perfect way where you could really be yourself Which is basically what everyone needs to do in their life in order to be happy. Exactly. And so the the methods in which that I do that, they're they're um they're science based, you know, but they're also there's an innovation to it and there's a real beauty behind it. And it allows for people to see themselves in a different way way. Right. And it's for people who are seeking alternative solution. Yeah. And are really in a space with themselves that they're saying, I've tried everything else. Right. I've tried. Therapy. Yes. Yeah. 
I've tried healthy eating, you know, eating no carbs and yeah. all, all gluten-free and dairy-free. I tried Yoga, that. meditation, all of it. Yeah. Right. Yoga. I tried that. And, and I tried the, you know, um, the Zoloft. I, I tried that. Right. And I worked with someone and, and they helped me for a little bit and then I just stopped showing up. Yeah. You know, so th- this kind of work really allows for us to, in a very easy way, you know, it's, it's very gentle. It's like having a conversation with me mm-hmm. and really, you know, the best way for me to actually describe it is to give you like a client share yeah. you know, about what I do. Right. I would love to hear a typical yeah. session, what, what that's like. Yeah. Well, I'll give you like a big overview. Great. So you know, I, I see so many people, uh, but this case particularly, this particular client really stands out for me. Um, she had come to me about, I would say a year ago and she was just ridden with anxiety. Yeah. Just, I could, I could remember seeing her on my couch in my office and her hands were fidgety and she kept moving her glasses up and touching her, her clothing. And it was just so apparent that she was just really nervous to see me. This was like a big leap for her. Yeah. And she came to me and she started talking to me and we started to talk about how at a young age, she watched her grandmother die. Wow. Yeah. She, she watched her grandmother die and nobody in her family talked about that to her. Hmm. What happened to grandma? Right. Where did she go? Yeah. Is she still okay? Does she know I love her? It, did I get to say goodbye? How do I connect with her? How do I, you know, what happened to my grandmother? She was here and now she's gone right? because she was in the hospital room and her family was out, you know, talking and suddenly grandma died. Wow. Right? Such a young age. I can't imagine. You have no concept of what death even is. No concept of what death is. And and her family was so scared about death. So right. afraid to talk about that topic. Right. Right. Because, you know, that's, that's a scary topic, yeah, right? They didn't normalize it for her in any way. Right. That's the thing about mental health and, and where these things come from. It's not normalized. Yeah. And so she, in that moment in that place and time Mm -hmm. watching her grandmother take her last breath and experiencing a sense of what just happened. Right. And nobody explaining it. They just rushed her out of the room, brought her to the funeral, told her grandma's not coming back. Yeah. Imagine that. Wow. So she developed such anxiety, such a fear around people leaving her yeah around death you know and she found later on in early adolescence alcohol to deal with that you know mm-hmm. it started with tv a little bit of food i i think everybody has a food thing you know yeah. it just happens it's part of life but this thing grew from food to alcohol really quick yeah and she spent adolescence and into her high school and 20s and she started drinking every day wow 
And it got to the point where she was so afraid to even leave her house. Wow. You know, because she needed a drink. Yeah. And then it was like, what's, you know, paranoid thoughts of thinking, right. like, what's going to happen if, I, you know, I go outside and, you know, somebody's going to try to hurt me or whatever. And right. She got into these destructive relationships and, you know. Mm-hmm. So when we, you know, allowed her to see this, you know, and, and, and allowed her to actually um, experience this, we started to just clear this out, just yeah. talking about it allowed for her to begin to clear it out yeah because when you don't talk about things where do they go right your thoughts are energy so the energy stays within your body and that's how anxiety gets bigger so she got to the point where she didn't want to leave her house. She didn't want to get dressed. She, she knows in these bad relationships, dating, not so great men, you know, really came to me visibly. Yeah. You could see really, you know, not well. And so we moved that energy out of her and we cleared it out of her body easily, simply. And, you know, now Oh, it's such a pleasure. She's coming to me and she's like, I don't, I don't need a drink. Wow. I, I can go out and socialize. I can go and hang out with my friends and, and just, you know, sip on a, a seltzer and some yeah. lemon. And I still have a really good time. Wow. That's so incredible. And she's coming out of her house and she's coming to see me weekly and we're like rocking and rolling. And she's like, and you know, this is what I want to do for my future. And can we talk about soulmate? I'm like, oh my of course we can, because now you're ready for a partner. Yeah. You know, that's so great. So those, she didn't even need rehab or anything. For she, that. she didn't go to a rehab. Interesting. I, it was, in, it was incredible. And she was referred to me from a friend. Wow. So a friend, you know, referred her to me and and she, you know, was really being candid about what was going on for her. I'm drinking every day. And, you know, and and we slowly and gently, you know, this is over a year period of time, really got her to a place where she could, you know, be able to transform her life. Right. Yeah. Heal herself. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, did she quit it right away? No. That's amazing. But we're talking 12 months. Wow. Yeah, and she's in a really awesome, awesome, awesome place. So how were you trained for this? Like how did you go down this path where from the kind of more traditional mm-hmm. nutritionists and things like that? How did you transition into was it the the healer and the light worker that you had met? Yeah. That sort of led you Mm-hmm. to teach you his ways he really shared with me his um his approach is so easy and simple mm-hmm. that he really shared with me a way where i could develop my own understanding of life right and provided me with a methodology that allowed me to be able to work with people and to know how to guide them to the root of their issues very wow. easily. So yeah, I went through a training with him. Yeah. Um, and it, and it's still ongoing. I've done, uh, I've done, um, you know, f- four different um, gift trainings with him. Yeah. Um, that have allowed me to um, really hone in on specialized approach to this. But I also have a background in um, understanding the human body. Right. You know, I have a master's in, in nutrition and biochemistry, nutritional biochemistry. 
ministry. Um, and I have a years of experience of counseling. So that's what right. I did when I was a registered dietitian. Yeah. Um, gifted or, or really um, kind of paired with, uh, I've been channeling my whole life. Yeah. When people come and sit with me, they often say, I don't know why I'm telling you this. Right. And I go, it's okay. Everybody talks. Happens all the time. (laughs) Um, so, so with that, with the training that I did, the education that I gained, um, I not only really uncovered myself and, and you know, who I am, but I also now bring and share that to my, my clients. So even the latest thing I've designed is, um, it's a six-month program. It's called Living Life by Design. Okay. And I literally empower people to design their life. Wow. So it's a, a lovely program. I love it, love it, love it. Um, anybody who's listening is interested in it, you can head over to my website. It's nourishthesoul.nyc. Um, and we can have a discovery and design conversation, which literally you tell me, what are you looking for? Right. And I will let you know how I can partner with you and if I'm the right transformational coach to start designing the life that you want. Right. Manifesting the things that you need. Absolutely. Wow. I'm, I'm a big believer and, and, a, and I have such a strong faith that the universe is working with me. I'm yeah. co-creating with it. And it's almost as if you're able to help clients and yourself once you get past all of the mental health issues yep. and block it, all the blocks that people create for themselves that they don't even know it's in their subconscious. Yes. And once that's out of the way, then you can really let the universe take you where you're supposed to go. You got it. You're a smart girl. Yeah. <laughs> you're really you. smart. Um, you're absolutely right. And one thing I don't want to forget to tell you, because I want to give this to your listeners. Um, I, I created a free uh, meditation for your listeners. Oh, amazing. Yes. And this is how they access it. I'll, I'll give you the link. Yes, um, please do. It's bit dot ly backslash headcase podcast amazing okay and and this is where you guys out there who's listening you can get a 10 minute free meditation it's called access or awaken to your inner zen that's incredible thank you so much guided do that every day yes (laughs) check it out check it out simple easy headcase podcast bitly uh backslash headcase podcast um and you can listen to that and and really there with it along with that are five tips to calm anxiety right now shift out of it yeah and and access this inner calm that's incredible i also believe we all by nature have been given all the aspects of the universe already it's already here within us so true so we can become once we get to the bottom of why we haven't been calm yeah so that's who I am. Well, thank you so much for coming on. You are this so has been welcome. incredible. Thank you. It's opened my eyes. I definitely have to go down this path, I think, of the healing and kind of more of spiritual approach to things. I think that's something underestimated by a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah, well, thank you so much for being on and you're insightful. And, and oh, you, Thank you. Yeah, you've got a really great eye and, and I've really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you so much. Well, everyone should go see Elizabeth because... <laughs> She will really help you change your life. It's nourishthesoul.nyc. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yep.